Hi, and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. Now, today's episode is a really important one. I think this is definitely going to benefit you if you listen to it and you implement some of the techniques and tips I'm going to share with you. How I personally stay motivated and I've stayed motivated for, I mean, I've been in business probably 12 years now, I think. <clears throat> Certainly been self-employed for 12 years. Well, you have to be self-motivated. You ain't getting a paycheck every month. You've got to be motivated to go and do some stuff and make some money and and buy some property, you know, sell some product, whatever you're doing, right? My my vehicle was life insurance. I had to sell a lot of life insurance to get paid to put food on the table and pay my rent and my bills at the time. I had to sell life insurance. So I had to be motivated, right? So I think I'm pretty qualified to, to share this with you. I've been self-employed since I was 19. I'm now 33. So how do I personally stay motivated and how have I stayed motivated for that period of time, 12 years? And I'm, I feel like I'm more motivated now than I was even back then. Right. And there's a few key things that I think you can do to, to maintain that level of motivation also. So first one is um, write your goals down every single day. Now, I didn't do this for a long period of time, I must admit. It's more, you know, in the last year and a bit, year and a half, I'll probably say I was writing my goals down. Um, I used to speak them out loud and I've spoke my goals out loud for probably about seven years. That's five days a week. I shout them in the morning. So I earn this much money. I have this many properties, the affirmations, right? But more recently, I've started to write them down every day. Whether you write them or you speak them, I think it's still, you're still going to have a positive impact on your motivation levels. By simply writing them down or by speaking them out loud, right? You're just reminding yourself every day of what you want from your life. You're reminding yourself of your mission, of your purpose, of your vision, right? So if you look at a day where you've spoken out loud, you've said all your affirmations, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I have this, I have that, you've then wrote it down. You can't tell me that you are going to act you're not going to act differently doing that, doing that compared to not doing it. So on a day where you've just scraped yourself out of bed, you're tired, you're sluggish, you haven't been in the gym, you've just stumbled to work. You're going to be less motivated on that day than in comparison to a day where you've got up early, you've went to the gym, you've said your affirmations out loud and you've wrote your goals down. You're mentally focused and physically focused by going to the gym and doing that. It's essential to stay motivated you know, I've been in the gym, you know, two to four to five times a week for as long as I can remember. Um, I'm certainly not no bodybuilder, but I'm fit. I'm healthy. I feel good at pretty much all of the time. Um, that helps with motivation. But but just writing your goals down or speaking them out loud every single day will really, really help you. Stay on track, stay motivated over a long period of time. But there's one counter argument to goals, which I think is important to mention here, is if you set a goal, I, I own 10 properties, for example. It's what a lot of people want at the start, that you own 10 properties. So once you've got 10 properties, if you don't move that bar, you will lose your motivation. If you don't move the goal, raise the bar, change the goal, whatever you want to call it, you have to do that, right? You absolutely have to do that to stay on track because if you don't, You'll just get complacent. You'll think you're the man or the woman. You'll think you've made it. You'll think you're amazing. You'll think your life is complete, right? But it's not. 
you're just going to sit in the land of complacency where there's no real achievement, there's no real excitement, there's no real buzz in that place. If you think by getting 10 properties or 20 properties, your life's going to be set. It's not. You're still going to have problems. You're still going to have challenges, regardless of how many properties you've got, right? So why not have a purpose every morning that makes you jump out of bed and you're excited for every day? You'll get that by setting juicy goals and moving the bar constantly. I'll tell you a couple of recent examples for that. Uh, last year when I won the property investor of the year, um, literally I celebrated that night with everyone, had a crack, uh, had a dance and stuff, a couple of drinks. Well, I, only had, I think I only had two drinks. I was trying to be good. Um, the next, literally the next day, I set a new goal for the year ahead, the amount of properties I wanted to buy. This weekend just gone, or last Thursday, the 3rd or the 4th of February, um, I won the, a big award in financial services, which is the biggest life insurance brokers in the country. Um, big award. You know, we're talking across all of the, the branches. We've got about five million in turnover and life insurance commission. So it, it's a big achievement, right? But, you know, we've reached the pinnacle literally the day after. Well, no. Saturday, because I was home from Friday to Saturday, two days after, I had a chat with my business partner, Lee, in that business, and I said, like, what's the goal now? So we're going to try and just over double that in three years. So the reason I'm telling you this is it's a mindset thing, right? It's do you never dwell on a win, right? Never. You celebrate on that night or the day of achieving that goal. Back in the day, I used to always have a beer when I when I bought a property, when I completed on a property. But you celebrate that day and you move on to the next thing, right? This will keep you motivated and it will keep you focused and you will not dwell and you will not get complacent. You know, you might be able to relate to this. Who's done this before where you achieve a goal by sort of, I don't know, August, September. You just coast until December, right? And then you set another one in the new year. Or you achieve a weight goal or, you know, a six-pack or where you want to look, right? You achieve it, then you put weight back on. Yeah, you've you've been motivated to achieve it and then you've just slipped off. Normally people want to lose weight for a holiday, something like that. You lose weight for the holiday, go on holiday, enjoy yourself, come back and eat loads of crap and not go to the gym as much. You've lost your motivation, right? I think a lot of people can relate to that. So how you combat that? is you set another goal on the way back from holiday. Enjoy yourself on holiday and on the plane on the way back, you set yourself a new goal and you say, right, this is what I'm going to do now in the next 90 days, 60 days, whatever. Goals will keep you focused. You need Everyone needs a track to run on and everyone needs to kick up the arse every once in a while. Hopefully, I'll give you a kick up the arse by you listening to these podcasts. Hopefully, maybe someone else will, right? But you have to, you have to take this on board if you want to achieve long-term success and sustainable success when you're achieving things all of the time. A lot of people ask me how I do everything that I do at the same time. It's because I have goals in every part of my life. I have goals in business, goals in property, goals in my health and fitness, goals in my relationship as well, because that's important too. There's no point being really, really rich and having loads of property, but being unhappy at home. Have goals with your partner. Set family goals for you and your children. You want to take them to you know a certain place on holiday. You want to give them a certain quality of life. You want to, I don't know, send them to private school, whatever, right? Set yourself a goal in every part of your life. It will keep you motivated and it will keep you focused. 
Another couple of ways that that really help me to stay motivated. Um, I like to to ring people or reach out to people, message them on Instagram or, or get in contact with them somehow, right? And ask them for a bit of the time, ask them to take them for a coffee or, you know, to catch up for, you know, just a phone call. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a big network and I'm very fortunate to know, you know, be really good friends with quite a few highly successful people in business and property. So, you know, I can pick up the phone to these people and just ask them how they're getting on, what they're up to at the moment, what deals have they got going on, you know, um, how's the business going at the moment, you know, people who've got a similar business to me, I'll ask them if they, are they doing anything different this year that the field's working or, you know, they had any additional ways to generate revenue, whatever, right? Because personally, when I speak to people who are more successful than me, that really inspires me. That really motivates me. That really gives me a kick up the arse. So I try at least once a month to speak to someone who's doing a lot better than me in one area or, in, or another and just speak to them and get ideas from them and soak up their knowledge and experience it and implement something new. Um, I think that's really important. Me personally, when I get in from work, like I stay in hotels a lot because I'm traveling. Um, you know, I won't watch bloody EastEnders and, and rubbish like that on the TV, right? I'll be watching motivational stuff on YouTube. I'll be reading. I'll be listening to audio books. Because they inspire you too and they'll motivate you too because you might pick up one line and one sentence from an audio book or from a book that really resonates with you and gives, gives you a kick up the arse for that day or the following day. Like nobody knows everything. Nobody. So there's always room to learn and there's always room to improve. So I think that in itself will keep you motivated. Um, for sure, you know, you're not the man, you're not the woman. But there's people who do more than you. There's people cleverer than you. There's people who've got more property than you. There's people who've got more money than you, got bigger businesses, better businesses. There's people who are doing more than everyone listening to this, right? So you just got to find them, reach out to them, lean on them, ask them for their advice and learn something. But again, you know, I say it a lot on this podcast, there's no point learning something if you're not going to do something with that. If you're not going to take any action, it's literally pointless. You can read every book in the world, but if you don't do anything with that knowledge, pretty pointless you're just wasting your time might as well watch bloody standards phil mitchell or whatever that crap is i don't even know if he's still in it but you you get me point right listen to phil and peggy mitchell right does not get you closer to where you want to be it doesn't keep you motivated so stop wasting your time on an evening watching crap watch something that's going to improve you or even better do some work on an evening that's going to get you to where you want to be because even learning to a degree has to take a backseat over action like everyone should be doing self-development but you've got to be taking action no matter what action is priority over everything um what else could i say that it'll help keep you motivated i think um being able to deal with rejection right is a is a massive point here because doesn't matter who you are and how good you are in whatever industry you're in, right? It does not matter how good you are and who you are. You are going to come across some adversity and some form of rejection in your business and your property, your property business in, in, in whatever business you're in. Uh, same with your health and fitness and your relationships. You're going to get setbacks and you're going to get rejection in every part of your life. Some people let that rejection sit on them, fester within them, and, and, and it really gets to them and it affects the 
their performance, it affects how they act. It definitely affects their motivation levels. So what you need to think about is how do you react when rejection occurs? When you, you've got all your hopes up on this prop property where it's a cracking deal, the numbers stack, you've got it at a great price, last minute vendor pulls out or last minute you don't get the mortgage or last minute, I don't know, you get gazumped, right? Some people will really dwell on that and be devastated and be down and out, oh, you know, this has happened, that's happened and blah, 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 feeling sorry for themselves, right? It's all part of the game. I believe every time I don't secure a property, there's a reason. The reason is then a better one is coming. Or if a better one's not coming, a real key learning has came from that experience or it's going to come from the next one. Because you win or you learn and you should use rejection as just a springboard to find out the next, either get the next bit of knowledge or get the next deal. Same with your health and fitness. If you're getting really strong or you're getting really fit and you get a, um, an injury, for example, that sets you back, that means you can't train, right? You might be feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, you know, this is up. I can't even train. Nightmare. But why didn't you look at that experience? Like, right, well, next time I need to stretch better. I need to work on getting injury-free and not becoming injury-prone. Um, and it's a learning experience. And when you look at rejection like that, it will not affect your motivation levels. In fact, it'll do the opposite. It'll boost your motivation levels because when I get rejection, I'm like, sound, next. What's next for me? Because the next thing's better. That was meant to happen to me because the next thing is also meant to happen to me. And if you look at it like that, it doesn't affect you. It does not affect my motivation levels in the slightest. Don't get us wrong. If I lost a big property deal that was a cracking deal like some of the ones i've got on going at the moment are unreal i haven't put them on social media because i want to make sure that they're secured and as soon as that exchange are complete i'm going to share them on social media and you'll see what i mean um how good they are but if one of those fell out of bed now yeah i'd be i'd be good right but it wouldn't affect my motivation because i would think you know what hard piddle to swallow that however next deal is going to be better and you move on and you need to treat every part of your life like that There'll be certain rejections and certain setbacks that are much harder to take. But it doesn't matter, right? You're still going to be there the next day, right? You're still going to be here, plugging away, doing your thing. And so you just keep going. Don't let it affect your motivation. Um, yeah, I think moving the goal, I think we've kind of already talked about, but, but moving the goal, just to add a little bit to that point, whenever I've achieved something big, I've always set the goal literally within a couple of days or a new goal within a couple of days of achieving it. And I think that's been key for me to maintain this level of, of activity and action and success that I've been having over uh, the past good good few, you know, you're talking seven years, I've been winning national awards for, for my property business. Um, I always move the goals so no matter what I achieve, it's always what's next, what's next. You get 10 properties, right, 15, right, after that, 20. 30, 40, et cetera. And now I'm going for a hundred. So, you know, that's what I stay motivated just by doing that. What even half the time before I've even achieved the goal and when I'm close, when I know that I've achieved it, I'm just going to, it's imminent. I've already got the next goal. Um, so, so half the time it doesn't need, I don't even feel like I'm, I celebrate that much because it's, I remember when I was aiming for 10 and when I was on nine, in fact, no, it was eight and I had two going through legals. Um, I remember that specifically because I already went, right, well, 20. And then when those two complete, 
to get us to the 10, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm only halfway there. So I kind of didn't even celebrate. But I'm not saying you shouldn't celebrate, by the way, because I think you should. But um, my point is, I, by moving that, it constantly keeps me, me motivated because then I push and push and push to get to 20. And I remember when I got a 20, it was then 30. And then when I achieved 30, it was 50. I'm not at 50 yet. I'm almost at 50. But that that's kind of what I was pushing for, you see. So I think... I think that's a key point and it doesn't have to be the same goals as me, but even if it's to buy two properties a year and if you buy two by September, try and get an extra one in. Don't wait until January. You know, just keep moving that goal and moving the bar little by little, bit by bit, uh, and you will get to where you want to be. Um, how else can you stay? I'll tell you how else you can stay motivated. Um, spending your money, right? Let us just expand on that. Don't recklessly spend your money, obviously. But um, as you spend your money, let, let's say if you're making a lot of money, right? Let's focus on a monetary target. Let's say you want to make a hundred grand a year from your business, or your, you know, your sales role, or whatever you do, right? Once you start to make a hundred grand a year, definitely don't recklessly spend ninety of it on crap. But as you start to spend more, right? And that maybe you know I would class spending as putting twenty percent of your income into a separate bank account towards investing. Because you pay yourself first. So as you get paid, you five grand a month, whatever you get paid, and you put a grand or so into a separate account. That's I class that as spending it, right? But then if you're if you only leaving yourself with a little bit of money each month after you've allocated money for investments, you've paid your mortgage, you've you know paid your direct debits and you had a good time with your partner or whatever. You know, as you're spending that money, it, it kind of gives you a kick of the arse and more and motivation to do more because. You know, a lot of the time when you buy a new car, for example, you'll be like a couple of years and you're like, I want a better car. Better cars normally have a bigger direct debit. Once you've got a nice house, it's normally after a while, it's like, right, oh, I don't want a bigger house. I want an extra bedroom, extension, land, big garden. Then you get the, ne the bit next bigger house. But in order to do that, you need to make more money, which will keep you motivated and on track to keep going. And I'm not saying keep getting a nicer car and, you know, end up with a, like a Bugatti Veyron or something. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying you need to live in the mansion either. But what I am saying is, as you spend a little bit more, you know, calculated and intelligently, not recklessly, um, that will give you a kick up the arse as well to stay motivated. If you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend who enjoys the nice things in life, that, that keeps you motivated as well because you know you need to earn good money to keep up that lifestyle and so and you know there'll be various people listening to this people who don't have much money and there'll be wealthy people listening as well you know when you get into those circles where you, you're doing the nice things and you're going to the nice restaurants and you you're going on the you know the luxury five-star holidays when you get in those get you know you get used to that quality of life and having those type of experiences you don't want to go back to where you were i certainly don't want to ever go back to like three star holidays like I used to have when I was 16. Like, I don't want that. Like that in itself keeps you motivated because you'd be motivated to, to never go back to where you were if you're doing well now. But you'll also be motivated to go to a new place, an even better place where you can have better experiences, better life experiences, better materialistic things, um, a better quality of life. So um, I think that's all, all my points on that. I think... There's key points in there, which if you if you haven't made some notes, maybe just go back and listen to it again. It's only a short one. And start doing some of the things on there as quick as you can. 
because it will keep you motivated and it'll keep you focused for long-term success. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Tag us on Instagram, do us a post if you have enjoyed it and let us know what your main point was. Um, have a fantastic day. Take loads of action today and do something today that your future self will thank you for. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.